Welcome to the Will You Grow Show. How are you? I'm Angelique, founder of Will You and WillYouGrow.com, an inspirational multimedia company that provides education and mentoring to nurture empowerment and joy. Our weekly grow show begins by tackling touchy subjects that tickle your tempestuous thoughts, fan your eternal flame, and salve your soul with hope. Halfway through, we'll take a 60-second look at what clients have to say, and then we'll go hands-on to talk fun tips and tools for you to begin implementing today's lesson into your life. Here in the studio with me are our audio aficionado, Ben, and our video Santa, Neil. They do the vital work of making this show happen while sharing their colorful commentary. Today's episode is sponsored by Life and Nature, who keep our hearts beating and our world turning, and by the Carrie Campbell Foundation, which supports creative video content that increases love among all people. We say thank you to the Carrie Campbell Foundation and each and every one who gives gifts to make our work possible. And today's show topic is Truth or Snare Part 2. Is what you believe true? Truth is an intriguing and rare thing. I find that it is a treasure that also sometimes offends. To learn whether our own beliefs are true requires a love for truth and a willing curiosity to look and learn about ourself. Today, we need to begin with a warning. If you feel afraid and or get angry at the idea of looking at and or questioning your personal beliefs, it's best to quit watching this show now or you may run the risk of feeling offended. If you're ready to look within, listen on, my friends, and we'll explore beliefs, hear client stories, and talk tips and tools to upgrade our beliefs and truly be our best. We are all born into a belief system. During our early years, and even as adults, many family members may encourage us to believe things that may be supportive of us, or things that simply keep things as they are, don't rock the boat, and aren't true. For example, family members may swear by the existence of a chimney rider who bears surprise gifts based on our good behavior. A monster under the bed who is only scary if we get up to bother the adult, again, based on our behavior. A religion that requires us to wait for happiness until we're dead, again, that's based on our behavior. Or that our deadbeat dad is actually a cowboy vigilante who's off fighting bad guys and that's why he's never home and doesn't have money. Whatever false beliefs we were taught can feel like part of us and our desire to cling to those beliefs may run very deep. Does it seem normal to believe lies? Since we may have absorbed these little beliefs at an early age, it may seem normal to believe things that aren't true, thinking, everybody does it. As we grow up, we may not even look at these beliefs, and we may even pass them on to our own children. We may never have reflected on whether or not those beliefs are beneficial to us or our children, or whether or not they're true. 
are our beliefs true? Chances are, most of us carry a belief or two that are not true. For example, let's say our grandmother told us that we are fat. In reality, we may have been thin or average weight, but that may have been what she believed. As a child, we may have believed her. But what do we believe now? Are we still believing that? And is it true? Another example, I had a client who mistakenly believed that he was the smartest person in the room because his mother always told him so. He did not come to me for growth or healing. He came to me because his wife was fed up with him, about to leave, and she was mentoring with me. This man's belief that he was the smartest became fused and inseparable in his mind from who he thought he was. Since he had not reflected on whether or not that was true, he mistakenly believed that he truly was the smartest and hid his true self under the veil of denial, alcohol, and covert narcissism. And to quote the movie Cool Hand Luke, <laughs> what this man and his wife were experiencing was a failure, failure to communicate. <laughs> Some people, such as this man, can't be reached. When we believe we're the smartest, the funniest, the cutest, the prettiest, the richest, or the most powerful, we may be unable to accept the truth. We also may be unable to accept when others disagree with our beliefs. If we believe we are, for example, the smartest person in the room, then anything that may happen that disagrees with that belief will be seen as an offense, causing us to feel irritated, angry, and or attacked by whomever we may perceive as challenging our belief. Next will arise the need to defend the belief because, in our mind, it's not just a belief that person disagrees with, it is us. It is us they have attacked. If we are in that state of mind, we are no longer fighting for a side of an argument, so to speak. We are in a fight for our very own right to be who we are. And in this case, that's the smartest. Since in our mind we are the belief, the belief cannot be wrong. If the belief was wrong, it would need to be let go. And we wouldn't know who we are. And finding out who we are, who we really are, may seem less important in that state of mind than arguing our rightness with the person who we believe is wrong. Is it our way or the highway? Although this tyrannical example of believing that we are the smartest may not apply to us, we may, however, believe that at least one or two of our beliefs are right for everyone. And in that way, it is our way or the highway. We will know if this applies to us if any part feels sorry for, criticizes, shuns, or tries to shame people who do not agree with our beliefs. 
that part of our belief system has valid reasons for being so strict. It seeks admiration, attention, affection by being right. Instead of meeting these needs by holding everyone else hostage to agree with our beliefs, we could meet these needs by growing and learning more about ourself and life. If we become introspective, we come closer to our truth. This allows us to change our beliefs as needed. Life is change, and there's always new information. Beliefs are only a perspective after all. What one person believes is smart, another believes is not. And no matter how smart we are, we are also dumb about something. There is more that we don't know than we do know. And if we can remember that, then there is always more to learn. To know if our beliefs are true, we can kindly and curiously ask within. Let's open the lid on our tightly held beliefs and see if they hold up in the light of truth. I'll use myself as an example, and then it will be your turn. First, I will think of one of my old beliefs that doesn't feel good, but has been true for me. Okay, here it is. I believe that intimate relationships hold me back. There's no arguing this point because it has been true for me. However, it is also true that this belief currently limits my ability to even enjoy the idea of dating. It also limits my ability to embrace my deeper, heartfelt truth that I wish I could experience a healthy and supportive relationship. If I keep my old belief that intimate relationships hold me back, I actually hold myself back from experiencing my own wish. So, as frightening as it can feel for me to let go of the old belief that protected me, I choose to be willing to replace it with a new belief. So I ask myself, well, what belief would nurture that wishful idea in my heart? Hmm. Maybe this belief if I choose to have an intimate relationship with a man, it will be for mutual enlightenment, enjoyment, and in God's will. And that feels pretty good to me. And it's certainly a step better than the old belief. And it doesn't stretch me too far into fear with a belief like intimate relationships are healing, nurturing, and supportive, which sounds great, however... I can feel my own resistance to that belief, which means I'm not quite ready to upgrade that far yet. Okay, now it's your turn. <laughs> I'll start by giving you two keys to unlock and change your own beliefs. Use these keys anytime you wish to see yourself as you are, to eliminate outdated beliefs and bring in fresh, supportive new beliefs. The keys are to use kindness and curiosity 
without judging or criticizing what we learn. Got it? Ready? Okay. It's time to open the vault on your beliefs. Select a belief that feels bad, so you may transform it. Got one? Now ask, do I really believe that? And is that my truth right now? Do I want that to be my truth in the future? Next, loosen the grip on that limiting belief by asking, does this belief make me a better being? Or does it need to change? And finally, to bring in our new beliefs, we can ask ourselves, what belief would I like to replace this with that will make the very best of me feel treasured, respected, and nourished? Truth builds our self-esteem, poise, and willpower. When we know we believe, when we know what we believe and why, we allow ourselves the opportunity to courageously stand for that. When we make choices, even seemingly small ones, in our truth, we can grow our feelings of self-worth, gain poise, and strength to weather difficult situations and build willpower to make our very best choices. Let's check in with the crew to see what they have to say about today's topic. Well, let's see if this one fits. When I was younger, I had the belief that I had to be liked by everyone. And if you didn't like me, that there was something wrong with you. <laughs> so is that kind of... You mean like something wrong with me or, or something, something wrong, wrong that Something wrong with why you didn't like me. So something wrong with... it. The problem was never with me. I could never... Because I was trying to just nice being myself. And if you didn't like me, then there's something wrong with how you like people, the way you like people. I'm not phrasing it properly, but you get the, mm -hmm. the gist of what I'm saying. So is that obviously I've grown out of that. You I have. no longer have that. Mm -hmm. However, I have a question for you yes. because the fact that it came up. Yeah means there's something in it that is still kind of working for you. It could be. Or, you know, like when I say working, I mean that it's it's developing your soul. It's developing your personal self, your growth. So we might dig it a little deeper and say, is there any part of that that feels untrue to you? Uh, it does now because mm -hmm. I'm I am who I am and. Mm -hmm. You know, love me or or leave me. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. As the go, as the saying goes. I mean, that's. I'm not trying to be mean about it, but um, mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to say I don't care what people think about me. I right. obviously they like I'll, changing people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care where what people think about me. No, everybody cares what people think. Not you know. I'm trying to phrase this the best way I can. Mm -hmm. Uh, it no, no, it doesn't any, it does no longer identifies me. And I knew I, and now I can see that maybe the problem was with me. Maybe I was just a little bit too abrasive in trying to get people to like me. 
I Is think that... it's fabulous that you said that because yeah. there's a the element of um, authenticity or genuineness means that we don't have to actually try. Right. Trying gets to be removed from our vocabulary. We don't have to try to be loved. We don't have to try to be nice. We're either feeling in a way that the nice happens right. or it doesn't. We're not defined by our behavior. And this can go very deep, but the long and the short of it is in your situation, when you talked about um, <clears throat> trying to be liked, mm. could there have been a part of you that thought, maybe I'm not likable? Yes. And then when we feel that way, it's hard to accept that we might feel that. So we put it on the other person. It's called yep. projection. Like there's something wrong with them that they don't like me because that's exactly what I'm I afraid that maybe they don't like me. <laughs> it happens. It happens. And, and this is brilliant. Yeah. And I don't know if it's getting older helps you realize that, you know, I am you know, like Popeye. I am what I am. Mm hmm. And that's all that I am. <laughs> and if you, if that is your cup of tea, mm -hmm. so be it. If not, I still like you and I will treat you with respect, but we don't have to be buds. Mm -hmm. We'll just be nice to one another. And now it's metaphysical tool time. We'll begin with an energetic element of the body that can help us actualize our truth. Then, we'll reflect on earth elements that can support our truthfulness and discovery of our beliefs. And finally, we'll spotlight a special flying friend who shows us the qualities we'll need to be our true self. Here we go! Like last week, healing our solar plexus chakra, which is located here, can help us discover and stay true to ourself. There are many ways to heal that chakra. I referred to some crystals in last week's episode. Another way to heal this chakra is with the color golden yellow. It's kind of a marigold, goldenrod kind of color. This color um, helps to heal that solar plexus chakra located here. And the flowers here are also the same color. So if you feel like you'd like to give yourself a little extra special treat, get yourself some flowers of the color to heal your chakra. These are daffodils the color and the flower of spring. And I recommend doing your own research to find what's best for you. Today we'll take a look at healing with turquoise. Ben, do you have some information about turquoise to share with us? Absolutely I do. In Native American culture, turquoise is known to balance and align all the chakras, stabilizing mood swings and instilling inner, inner calm which I need right now, apparently. <laughs> In Native American culture, turquoise is known to balance and align all the chakras, stabilizing mood swings and instilling inner calm. It is excellent for depression and exhaustion. It also has the power to prevent panic attacks. Turquoise promotes self-realization and assists creative problem solving. So turquoise, it's beautiful and good for you. Perfect. And this will is the Kalancho, spelled with a K. Kalancho. It's a very special healing plant and its liquids can also help with skin disorders. It's a common house plant, which is a succulent 
and it flowers once a year, and the flowers last about four weeks. And it likes full sun, so if any of you have a beautiful sunny room, that would be the perfect place for a calancho. And finally, our spirit animal for today is the bee. Ben, what can you tell us about the bee? Whether or not you are on the spiritual path, animal symbolism and meanings can help each and every one of us. And even if we are not aware of it, there are animals that are constantly guiding us and telling us things. Since the bee is very busy, it has also become the animal symbol of vigilance and zeal. Choosing to take a look at our bee leaves will require both of these qualities. We must be vigilant, not giving up if we discover pain or need for change. We must have zeal, the curious, willing, life-giving passion that keeps us going, no matter what. But even the bee sleeps approximately five hours per night. In a University of Wisconsin study, if bees did not get enough sleep, they become much less productive. So, just like us, the bee shows us to take care of ourselves, get enough rest, and keep on flying. And now I ask you, will you be willing to look at your bee leaves and be true to you? Woo-hoo! Honey, I love it! <laughs> what say ye? What do you believe? And are you willing to choose beliefs that are truly best for you? Please share your thoughts and feelings so we may grow together. Thank you so much for watching. It means the world to us. If you liked today's show, we'd be honored if you'd hit that subscribe button to receive weekly updates. Hit the like button to let us know that you like what we're doing and hit the share button to share this message with people you care about. If you feel inspired to give a financial gift to help us keep this show coming, click the green will you circle that's located below this video. Then click the donate button located to the right of the words, yes, you can, at the bottom right side of the picture at the top. All amounts are respected and appreciated. To see more of our videos, they're available by clicking that green will you button located below this video and scrolling down. If you'd like to talk about mentoring with me, schedule your complimentary conversation at willyougrow.com. And for now, we bid you adieu. Take excellent care of your very fine self, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Always with love, from Angelique.